Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to the podcast that is always up to speed with Formula One. It is Sunday, October 22nd, 2023. Mark Daly here on a Sunday night to recap the weekend that was at the Circus of the Americas at in beautiful Austin, Texas. No Mark Hamilton tonight. He was supposed to join me. This was supposed to be the first show together. You got the, getting the band back together, reunited, if you will, in uh, several weeks, almost a month. But I spoke uh, to Mark uh, this afternoon. He's busy doing a Renault in his house and he was like dude I'm covered in sawdust I'm covered in gyprock dust I just can't uh, get myself cleaned up to do the podcast uh, tonight uh, before it gets too too late he said do you mind going on and doing one more show solo and we'll get together in a couple of days to do the weekly news show and Mark stepped up so much recently what with my own travels for work I said of course Hammy I got your back so I'm going to try and do this one all on my own today. So here we go with the uh, the U.S. Grand Prix going at Coda earlier this, uh, this afternoon means that we now have only four races left in the 2023 Formula One World Championship. Uh, next up, we have the Mexican Grand Prix, <coughs> pardon me, in beautiful Mexico City, then followed up the, by the Brazilian Grand Prix or the Grande Premio de Sao Paulo. And uh, after that, we have the inaugural uh, Las Vegas Grand Prix, which is coming up on the 16th and 17th of March, sorry, March, November, <laughs> looking at the wrong calendar. And then in just over a month, we are going to wrap up this season with the season finale at uh, Yas Marina in Abu Dhabi on November 24th, 25th, and 26th. Hard to believe that the season is rapidly coming to a close, but... Well, there's nothing really left to race for now, is there? Max has uh, won the Drivers' Championship. Red Bull has won the Constructors' Championship. But there are still individual honors left on the table. Uh, just before we get into it, uh, Max obviously winning the U.S. Grand Prix at Coda this afternoon. So Max now 466 points ahead of his teammate Sergio Perez, who has 240. Lewis Hamilton has 201. Fernando Alonso fourth with 183. Carlos Sainz is fifth with 171. Then you have Lando Norris, Charles Leclerc, George Russell, Oscar Piastri, and Pierre Gasly rounding out the top 10. Might as well just do the constructors as well. Red Bull, 706 points ahead of Mercedes, who have 344. Ferrari have 322, then followed by McLaren. And Aston Martin is now fifth in the Constructors' Championship. So as Mark and I have been watching, well, as everybody's been watching over the past uh, several months, that the slide uh, of Aston Martin's season is now basically all but uh, complete with only four races left. 
What a beautiful and fantastic start to the year that they had hanging in second uh, for so many, many months at the, you know, the first half of the year. Then we're slowly overtaken by Mercedes, then by Ferrari, now by McLaren. And well, they won't get uh, overtaken by Alpine, who only have 100 points in the constructors so far. So they have a 136.6 point buffer with four races to go, but uh, a little bit uh, disappointing because they certainly were riding uh, rather high at the, the beginning of the year. Anyways, uh, McLaren have uh, 242 points. Aston Martin have 236. Not a huge gap, but considering how good McLaren have been since they got that upgrade uh, package way back in July at the Austrian Grand Prix, that uh, th- th- these are two teams going in different directions. M- McLaren seemed to be going up. Aston Martin seemed to be going down. And what a weekend that was with the with the new upgrades that they decided to kind of throw into the trash bin and then revert to the setup that they ran last weekend and Qatar. Crazy, 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 but uh, it is what it is. Anyways, didn't uh, mean to get uh, off track there so quickly. Uh, just before I go a little bit further, just want to give a couple of shout outs here. First of all, to Magnus and the crew over at the Race Weekend Magazine. Enter in our promo code ScuderiaPod at checkout to receive 10% off a yearly subscription. And uh, you can find them at theraceweekend.com and that's R-A-C-E-W-K-N-D.com. Also check out racingexclusives.com who provided us with this beautiful one half scale Max Verstappen helmet autographed Max Verstappen helmet which we will be giving away in just over a month's time I don't have the uh, the, the fantasy standings uh, up in front of me so I'll leave that to, to Mark to update in a couple of days from now and um, well that's exciting and uh, I honestly I don't want to give it away but it's not mine to keep so somebody is going to be uh, receiving that um, wonderful autograph Max Verstappen half scale helmet and you can check out everything Racing Exclusives has by going over to their race, uh, sorry, their website at racingexclusives.com and check out everything they have there. All right, so gone over the driver standings, the constructor standings. So this weekend, <clears throat> just uh, before I get into the race itself, just uh, I want to very quickly just go over the, 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 the sprint and the whole shootout and everything like that. You know, the sprint race itself wasn't uh, very exciting and uh, just in general, and I'm only going to just touch on this uh, a little bit uh, because in the sprint race on Saturday afternoon, we had Max Verstappen uh, winning, uh, beating Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc, who came home second and third. The Orlando Norris, Sergio Perez, Carlos Sainz, Pierre Gasly, George Russell, Alexander Albon, and Oscar Piastri rounding out the top 10 in the sprint race. I don't really know what uh, what, what else to say. I mean, it, it wasn't very exciting. I've heard a lot of people saying on, on line over the last couple of days that this is a format that just isn't working you know we got to do something different and uh it's kind of hard to ignore right uh i mean i i see the the logic and the way that they kind of uh, structured the schedule to have more sprint weekends kind of backloaded in the calendar rather than front loaded or maybe even spread out over the course of the entire season i mean it, it, in a perfect world we would have had a more competitive championship right from the from the go and uh well it's been anything but what with max racing off into the distance uh, right from the you know, basically from the beginning of the year and uh sergio perez's token challenge of the the world championship was just that it uh, it was always going to be max right and, and unless something very bizarre happens and he had some unprecedented run of bad reliability or a bunch of crashes or incidents forcing him out of races then sure but uh 
you know, it, it is what it is. Wasn't a very exciting one. So I'm open to have this uh, d- discussion. Maybe I'll just uh, park it here for, for now. You can send us a tweet uh, at Scootery F1 Pod. Let us know your thoughts on the whole Sprint Weekend uh, format. Clearly something needs to be done. And I feel like uh, this is uh, one better to park for the moment and talk about when uh, Mark Hamilton comes back in a couple of days or, you know, <laughs> we know that we're coming up on the off season pretty soon. And if you're one of the 20 people still left uh, listening to this podcast after the season that, uh, well, it's not even the season that just was, it still is the st- season that still is. And with four races left to go, it uh, just uh, seems like it's going to be uh, more of the same. I-, I think we were all very hopeful this weekend that uh, that somebody else uh, than Max was going to win the, the the Grand Prix, the main event on Sunday, looked like that 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 might actually happen. Lando was looking pretty pretty good. Lewis was looking pretty good, and then that kind of leads into the the next conversation that we're going to have, and uh, that will be the, the the race result. But before we do that, um, there were quite a lot of cars that started from the pit lane uh, this morning, including the the, the Hasses and the and the and the two and the two Aston Martins. A little bit strange to see only 16 cars rolling off on the starting grid at the beginning of the race. Anyways, the what we had just, I'll go down the first couple of rows because it does sort of bear in mind when I sort of go through the race itself and what happened. So we had uh, Charles Leclerc taking the pole after qualifying on Friday. Uh, alongside him on row one was uh, Lando Norris and um, the, the McLaren. Row two was uh, Lewis Hamilton and Carlos Sainz. Row three was George Russell and Max Verstappen. Max um, went uh, wide, I believe it was at turn 19, had a track time deleted, which uh, was unfortunate for him because had he kept that lap time, that would have been good enough to put him on pole position, but it was a costly mistake. Dropped him six uh, places to start the race in P6, which for Max isn't really the the, the biggest uh, hurdle that he could uh, be faced with. We've seen him come back from more, but uh, he did have to work for it over the course of the entire race. Get into that in a moment. Then uh, going on in row three at Pierre Gasly, row four was Esteban Ocon and Sergio Perez. And then finally in row five was Oscar Piastri and uh, Yuki Tsunoda. So why don't we go down, because the, the first thing we're going to want to talk about here is the the reclassified race classification, or the, what do you want to call it, reordered one. <clears throat> because after the checker flag was waved, we had Max Verstappen winning this one ahead of Lewis Hamilton in the Mercedes, then Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz, Sergio Perez, Charles Leclerc, George Russell, Lance Stroll, Yuki Tsunoda, Alex Albon, and Logan Sargent. That was more than the top 10. Uh, but after the race was done, there was an investigation into Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes and Charles Leclerc's uh, Ferrari. It was found that uh, they had excessive wear on the wooden plank underneath the floor of the car, meaning the, that um, the, the, the car had uh, shaved off greater than one millimeter, which is not uh, a huge amount, but it's significant enough, um, suggesting that the, the, the ride height on these cars were lower than it should have been, and even a distance of five millimeters, which isn't uh, very much, I think that's, uh, what, about a an eighth of an inch actually does translate into quite a quite a gain in performance uh, which uh, could be several kilometers per hour of uh, velocity so it's something uh, definitely that they need to you know to, to be aware of because you know these planks have been around since what the 1990s if not uh, before and I remember Michael Schumacher having a bit of an issue with a uh, wear on a plank way back in the 1990s I think when he was driving for 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 Benetton and it might have been at Spa but um, don't quote me on that without uh, you know giving me the opportunity to look it up anyways the point is is that it happened and I I think that it was just an artifact of the you know the 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 whole sprint race week 
weekend and the fact that there wasn't, uh, you know, lots of uh, practice sessions. There was only one you know, FP1 session before we had qualifying, before we had the sprint shoot up, before we had the sprint race, and then the main event on Sunday afternoon. So uh, I, I think that it, uh, it could be attributed to a, a lot of things. Sure. I mean, if they had uh, more, you know, greater than one millimeter wear on the plank, fair enough. The ride height was too low or lower than what it should have been. But I'm just wondering if that uh, there, there were other factors at play just in, in the setup of the car and the fact that uh, they didn't have a lot of time to really get them dialed in, in the, you know, in the way that they would, you know, the, the drivers and the team would have wanted. Maybe the suspension was too soft. Maybe it was too low. Maybe it was a combination of uh, that and other factors. But uh, at the end of the day, it was uh, Lewis and Charles who had their cars checked over by the scrutineers, found the anomaly. And um, as, as a result of that, they were both uh, disqualified. So that meant by the time it was all said and done, we had a new final race classification, which meant that Max Verstappen still kept the race victory. Lando Norris was uh, promoted from P2 to, or sorry, P3 to P2. Uh, then you had uh, Carlos Sainz in uh, P3 getting onto the podium. Then Sergio Perez in P4. Then moving up into P5 was George Russell, Pierre Gasly, Lance Stroll, Yuki Tsunoda. And then finally in P9 and 10, you had Alex Albon and Logan Sargent. So the two Williams drivers making it into the final points paying positions in P9 and 10 for a double points finish. And that was uh, wonderful for the Grove outfit uh, to to get into the points like that because it certainly looked like uh, they were going to be missing out. So there was a, a, a good story because of that. Uh, obviously unfortunate for for Lewis who had tons of pace in the closing stages of that race and uh, had he uh, maybe a couple of laps more probably could have given Max a good run for their money right at the end of the race. Uh, however, it was not to be. Anyways, just going back to uh, the, the 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 plank issue with uh, with Lewis and with Charles Leclerc after the race, uh, the FIA did re- release a statement saying, "quote." And I've lost the quote now. <laughs> Pardon me. Here we go. Quote, during the hearing, the teams acknowledged that the measurement performed by the FIA technical team was correct and stated the high wear on the skid pads was probably a result of the unique combination of a bumpy track and the sprint race that minimized the time to set up and check the car before the race. The stewards note that the onus is on the competitor to ensure that the car is in compliance with the regulations at all time during an event. In this particular case, the rear skid in the area defined in the technical delegates report was outside of the threshold which includes a tolerance for wear. Therefore, a standard penalty for a breach of the technical regulations is imposed, end quote. So uh, both uh, Lewis and Charles were found to be in breach of Article 3.5.9e of the 2023 Formula One technical regulations, which reads, quote, the thickness of the plank assembly measured normal to the lower surface must be 10 millimeters plus minus 0.2 millimeters and must be uniform when new. A minimum thickness of 9 millimeters will be accepted due to wear and the conformity of to this provision will be checked at the peripheries of the designated holes. End quote. So there you go. That is uh, the, the reasoning. Sounds like it's a, a pretty cut and dry thing. Just unfortunate uh, for, for those two drivers at any rate that uh, that they were put, you know, uh, put up uh, for extra uh, scrutineering after the race and this was uh, was found to, uh, you know, 
to have been the fact. Uh, anyway, so this uh, th- this next one here, a little bit, I've got some mixed emotions on this one, but uh, Max was uh, robustly and resoundingly booed by many of the fans at Coda after his win on a Sunday afternoon, which was his 50th race victory in Formula One. Um, anyways, th- this is nothing new. We've seen this before. I remember a number of years ago, uh, Nico Rosberg getting booed. I think it was at Spa after that uh, he he'd, uh, won that race, and that was uh, right at the time when he was uh, really um, challenged Gene Lewis for the world championships. Anyways, I understand people's sentiments, but you know, it's uh, I guess all personal interpretation. But uh, I don't like seeing that uh, that that sort of thing. Anyways, uh, Max said after the race, "Quote uh, this: That's incredible to win my 50th Grand Prix here. I'm very proud, of course, and we'll just keep on trying to push for more." Uh, I think the whole race, I was struggling a lot with the brakes, and around here, there are quite a few braking points, and I couldn't really have had the same feeling as yesterday, so that definitely made my race a bit tougher out there today, but you could see that it was very close to the end. Uh, then we also have the back markers with the tires already going, which makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, then finally, Max goes on to say, quote, you don't want to destroy the tires, but I was struggling a lot on the braking, end quote. And we'll get into that uh, <laughs> in a little bit here, because there was a kind of a interesting story an exchange between Max and his uh, race engineer over the, the 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 radio, especially in the latter portions of the race here. Anyways, I want to just take a, a really, really quick break, come back in a moment, want to keep talking about Red Bull, which we always seem to talk about on this show, but that's all good. They, uh, they, they do dominate the headlines and a lot of the stories in Formula One, and uh, we'll pick it up on the flip side. So please don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment. Passion drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, 
All right. Well, sticking with the, uh, the, the, the topic of brakes and Max Verstappen, after the race, Max stole, told Sky Sports F1, quote, we changed the brakes after yesterday and it was not good. I had no feeling under braking. I couldn't really get on top of it for the whole race. This is something we need to understand because when you're not very confident around here under braking, you just don't have a nice feeling under braking than when you come up off of it. It can cost you quite a bit of lap time, so it was a bit more difficult than I expected. I never really struggled in braking so far in my F1 career, but today it was definitely a problem, end quote. So then after the the, the, the race, Christian Horner, the uh, team principal over at Red Bull, uh, went on to say that uh, Verstappen said pace was uh, compromised because of the brake issue and had the, the following to say, quote, as soon as you start managing that issue, it interferes with your tire temperatures and everything else. So I thought he did a very good job to do that. Difficult to predict of what it uh, what its cost and pace is, but you could see he didn't enjoy the same advantage of pace if you like that uh, he had yesterday. I think it was an issue throughout the race. It was uh, from very early in the first stint. He just wasn't getting the same feeling from the brake pedal that he had previously, and you could certainly see that Checo's pace was strong again today. And all the deficits uh, compared to, um, uh, to to Sergio, as you heard from uh, Gian Piero Lambesi, uh, that's Max's race engineer, say uh, to him, we're in the braking zones, so for sure there was a bit left on the table today, end quote. And that's what I think made it really interesting because especially at the end of the race, I know now uh, it's a little bit different because uh, Lewis was disqualified uh, from from the Grand Prix, but uh, he was just uh, taking piles of time out of Max's uh, lead there at one point, you know, close to a, a second of lap. And it, it, it looked like at one point we might see a showdown between Max, between Lewis for the uh, for the race win. Unfortunately, it never worked uh, worked out that way. For, I think for the fans that we've all been really wanting to see that uh, that rivalry reunited or reignited, I should say, uh, but it just uh, didn't happen uh, th- this afternoon. It would have all been a little bit moot, what with uh, Lewis being uh, disqualified um, afterwards. But uh, just talking about the, uh, the 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 breaking, <laughs> this was kind of interesting because uh, you know Max was uh, you know going back and forth with his uh, his race engineer over race radio at the end of the race and the latter portions of it, and uh, his race engineer is John Piero Lambesi, and uh, it, it got a little bit intense between the two of them. At one point, uh, Max said the following quote: "Ah, oh, mate, these brakes are so bleep compared to yesterday. What a piece of bleep!" And then his uh, his uh, his race engineer Lambesi. He said uh, somewhat, uh, a little bit kind of like deadpan. He said, understood. Uh, just for info at this stage, Max, but time lost to Checo, uh, 39.8, breaking 11, 12, 20. Uh, to which Max replied, quote, yeah, I know, mate, the brakes are just bleep. To which uh, his uh, his race engineer actually uh, replied, quote, as I said, it was just information. And then uh, right at the very, uh, at the end, there was a couple of times uh, that Lambesi was on race radio talking to Max. Max was getting a little bit uh, kind of like a, uh, irritated about it and um so he he did get uh, quite uh <laughs> you know he got quite upset with his race engineer and he said yeah i know mate these brakes are just a bleep and uh then another one he said um uh, please no talking under braking and he was quite uh, aggressive about that and then uh another time uh, that when uh, lambesi pointed out something to him over race radio or passed on a message max uh, getting quite uh, irritated uh, no talking on the in the braking man 
And then uh, just at the end of the race, um, uh, Lambesi said to to Max, "Well done. Enjoy the celebration. See you Friday." And then hastily departed from the the the, the racetrack. So there was uh, you know a couple of questions going around by what he meant. See you on Friday was uh, see you in Mexico City on Friday for the the, the practice sessions uh, for the, the the Mexican Grand Prix, which will be going this time next week. Anyways, uh, Christian Horner uh, explained uh, to Sky Sports F1 which, uh, what was going on, and he had said the following, quote, well, it was not a code or anything like that, so the marital bliss between the two of them just rolls along. He's had to rush back to the UK, so he was uh, catching a flight. It used to be Helmut Marco who left the track early. Now it's the race engineer who's straight out after the race, end quote. Uh, anyways, after the race, Max told uh, Sky Sports, uh, quote, I just couldn't feel the brakes. I very easily locked the fronts. I tried to adjust it, and then it was locking the rears. It was something very, very weird because normally I never really have issues with the braking. So it's just something that we need to understand, which is why that uh, today, because when you're locking your front or rear, you're also killing your tires. So that definitely didn't help today compared to yesterday, because I think uh, yesterday the feeling was I had with the car that it was uh, really amazing. Uh, end quote. So there you go. Uh, but uh, it, it did uh, make a bit of an interesting uh, situation to hear, Max. And, you know, for, for those of you that have uh, F1 TV Pro, I try to go and watch uh, different, uh, you know, different parts of the race for different drivers and just to kind of get an idea of what's going on. And it's not like they're always talking on the radio for, for those of you that haven't had the opportunity to go and sit in, say, follow Lewis Hamilton around, uh, you know, around the track for 10 laps on a, on a Sunday afternoon or, you know, all seven. If uh, that uh, that's your thing, uh, but they don't really talk uh, and you know very much because the drivers are obviously using a very very high degree of uh, mental focus and concentration as they're flying around some of these tracks at over uh, you know 200 miles an hour uh, in excess of in in many cases. So you can see why the chatter would be minimum. But there are uh, certain times where the, the the engineers you know communicate something to them or they have a question to ask, and sometimes the the the, the, the drivers do the same thing. They're on the the race radio trying to get some information for whatever it might be over uh you know from from the pit wall and whatever it might be so this was just a little bit uh, different than what uh, we what we usually hear but uh good to hear that there's no real uh, you know split between max and uh, his uh, his race engineer Lambesi, but uh, you know I, I guess for for those didn't know that he was catching a flight back to the UK before he rejoins Max in Mexico City in a couple of days from now, that uh, it did look a little bit uh, strange. Anyways, I want to talk a little bit now about uh, Lewis Hamilton and some of his trials and tribulations that uh, we saw over the course of the entire weekend. Um, obviously, he was uh, disqualified at the very end of the race. But uh, before that happened, uh, he was asked after the race, uh, you know, about what had happened and, you know, what his race was like. Lewis had the following to say, quote, um, I, I do think we would have been in a fighting position to fight with Max. I think we made our life a whole lot harder today than it probably needed to be. I think it was going to be hard anyway because these two were very quick, Max and uh, Lando Norris, that is. Anyways, uh, Lewis goes on to say, quote, I think overall, normally we have uh, really great starts, but we struggled in the starts this weekend. So we lost more ground more often than not. And I think one of the pit stops, I think I might have been a bit long, which then made it harder for the guys. And then the stop wasn't great overall. 
So there's lots of areas that we could have been better, but the positives are that we were at points matching them for pace and uh, to be only two seconds back afterwards at the end of the race, I think is a good sign, end quote. So that that is interesting, uh, what he said, because that uh, just the, 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 the end part of it at any rate, uh, where he says that, uh, you know, feeling that there's a, you know, a little bit more competitive balance between Mercedes and the Red Bulls. Obviously, it's not really going to play very much uh, for, for this year because uh, the championships have already been decided. But I hope that, uh, you know, that it's a sign of things to come and that uh, next year that we're going to see more competition for race victories and also for the championships. Um, anyways, after the race, uh, Total Wolf, team principal of uh, Mercedes, uh, had a conversation with motorsport.com, specifically with uh, Jonathan Noble. And um, he was uh, asked if, um, you know, by uh, motorsport.com, if they had a, you know, a potentially race-winning car. And uh, Total had the following to say, quote, yeah, I think the car was quick. Lewis drove fantastically, and if I count all things that went against us, you could say maybe we have uh, gone for a two-stop and just cover uh, Verstappen. I think both stops were not great, but it's an equipment topic and not a human. And then we lost two seconds behind Lando Norris and probably one and a half seconds behind Ricardo. But fair dues, this is how we race, and at the end, it wasn't sufficient, so no blame, end quotes. Um, so... Toto felt that the one of the, the the factors that meant that the the race got away from Lewis um, in the end was that uh, when they tried to extend their first uh, stage, when they're kind of I, I guess uh, deciding to you know the the pros and cons of a one stop uh, strategy or a two stop uh, strategy, and then uh, while they're doing that, uh, Lewis's uh, tires just uh, basically fell off the cliff, like they said. Uh, you know, people say you know that uh, that that saying that uh, his tires fell off the cliff, no more pr- performance left in them and then uh, Lewis uh, summed up a little bit uh, or pardon me Toto uh, summed it up uh, by saying quote on the last 19 or 20 when Max pitted we knew that we only needed to make three more laps to make a one-stop stick then the performance just went downhill massively and that probably was one of the reasons that we couldn't monetize but uh, overall I think we need to be happy with uh, performance anyways uh, Toto did have a a couple of extra thoughts to add and uh, said the following quote it certainly played a role if we uh, believe uh, we were with him on the same strategy like Max cover him be a few seconds ahead of him that would have not been enough to win the race and that's okay he has been dominating all year so that's a bit of a mindset you are taking into such a decision with one stop we felt we could win or there's bigger uh, more bigger chances to win at the end the tire performance was not as we thought end quote so yeah close but not uh, so close and it, like I say it was a, a little bit ac- academic by the time it was all said and done because uh, Lewis was uh, disqualified um, anyways uh, Total Wolf uh, you know he was uh, doing the rounds uh, just uh, talking about uh, the, the the Mercedes and some of the uh, the upgrades that they have in the car he did uh, speak to Sky Sports after the race had the following to say quote the upgrade is working I think uh, a superb step which was the direction that we were hoping that would actually make it a sick more stick more and it does and directionally i think it is a very good sign we need to take the podium i hate losing races and the whole team is in pain but this is a circuit where a few races ago we wouldn't have uh, performed because it's those fast sweepy corners we were miserable in suzuka Uh, we were here well the car was there we had the pace i think the quickest car on the track clearly and then there's the, the the positive that we need to take and stay humble not take this pace for granted now we go to a few tracks that 
that should make the car happier, end quote. And as, uh, as I said, we're going to uh, Mexico City next week, then we're going to Brazil, then we're going to Vegas, and then in just over a month's time, we're going to shut this season down uh, with the season finale at uh, Yas Marina, Abu Dhabi, in just over a month uh, from now. Anyways, uh, Charles Leclerc, boy, you know, like, what, what is he now, like seventh in the, uh, the the driver's championship or whatever it is, you know, another rough day out there. And uh, Charles had to say that uh, there was, quote, something wrong in our numbers, end quote, at the uh, the U.S. Grand Prix. And, uh, you know, I, I'm starting to feel bad for Charles. I don't f- believe in things like, uh, you know, curses and bad luck and things like that. I think sometimes, you know, like quite a lot of times you, you make your own good luck, if you want to call it, you know, but uh, I, I think certainly you can you can make things go your way by being prepared, putting in the hard work rather than just, you know, that, that, that a twist of fate and uh, good luck would just kind of manifest uh, on its own. Anyways, uh, Charles um, kind of lost out there in the end by the time it was all uh, said and done. And uh, he had the following to say after the uh, race, quote, straight away from the beginning of the race when we thought uh, the one stop and the two stops were extremely close together. After 12, 13 laps, I saw the numbers on the dash. They were pretty good for the one stop at least in terms of degradation. I wasn't losing that much time lap after laps, and considering our numbers, this was the right thing to do, so I went in for the one stop, and unfortunately, this was definitely the wrong thing to do. And for some reason, there was the wrong uh, something wrong in our numbers today because we were, fall, we, we were far off the ideal race strategy. And then uh, as he was asked uh, why the race had uh, fallen apart, and uh, Charles uh, only uh, just uh, kind of uh, <laughs> didn't really you know, explained too much. He just said, quote, there was something off. Uh, to be honest, I don't have the answer yet because it was quite off, uh, far off the two stops. We finished behind Carlos by 10 seconds, which is a good comparison because we've got the same car. There was something off, end quote. And uh, boy, there, there there, sure was. Um, just uh, want to cut, touch on a couple more things here before we shut it down. So talking about Lando Norris, another great weekend for, for McLaren. Um, unfortunately, not so much on Sunday afternoon for his teammate Oscar Piastri, who didn't finish the race, had a mechanical issue. Um, anyways, uh, so Lou, uh, sorry, Norris, Lando Norris at McLaren said that he just couldn't hold on through the uh, the phase of tire degradation uh, throughout the race on Sunday afternoon. Uh, anyways, uh, after the the the, the race, uh, Lando had to say, "Quote: Yeah, just leading the race, I could control it a lot, but just not enough today. But I'm happy it was a good race for my side. Uh, we knew our struggles. We knew that what was going to be difficult today, and it was." just that the degradation but the pace over the first 10 laps of every stint the pace was beginning in the beginning was strong I just couldn't hold on long enough so we're getting there uh, progress progress every weekend just some more stops needed end quote um, anyways he did uh, go on to say a little bit more talking about the race in general quote I had to try right but I just couldn't do it I didn't have enough tires left at the end you saw how quickly he pulled away at the end so you know I always had to look after my own race I did the best I could I had to push and look after the tires and it was just too difficult today. So maybe if it was a cooler track, I could have uh, suited us a little bit more, but it wasn't, but I'm still happy. The team have done an excellent job to finish on the podium here. It was better than we were expecting coming into the weekend. So very happy. End quote. 
And talking about Very Happy, this is uh, the last story of the night coming up here right now. Um, and then uh, I don't really have a lot more <laughs> to add to this one. It was pretty cut and dry. And I had to laugh a little bit too because uh, I started watching the race this afternoon on my phone. And for some reason, I couldn't get the Sky Speed. Uh, it was the Sky Sports feed. It was just the the generic uh, Formula One uh, with uh, David Coulthard and James Hinchcliffe in the booth as well, uh, offering opinions and color commentary. And um, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. Anyhow, um, th- there was a bunch of firsts in uh, th- this race, including Max uh, scoring his uh, 50th race Grand Prix, and then uh, Logan Sargent finally scoring some points after it was all said and done after the two, um, you know, the two cars in the uh, Max for not Max for Stappen, pardon me, Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc's uh, being uh, disqualified right at the end of the race because of that uh, plank wear issue. Um, anyways, uh, as I said, uh, good to see Logan Sargent into the points and uh, Max Verstappen winning his 50th Grand Prix, which puts him in some elite company like Lewis Hamilton, Sebastian Vettel, uh, you know, quite uh, quite a number of drivers who uh, are also in that 50 plus wins club. Anyhow, not a, like I said, a lot, not a lot more to add to this one. Uh, the race uh, fairly cut and dry. Max winning again. Pause for big sigh. I won't, uh, won't do that. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Max and Red Bull, they, they really do deserve the credit for the, the incredible package that they've uh, put together. But uh, from, from a spectator's point of view, not the most uh, exciting uh, race uh, to, to watch at times. And uh, we hope and cross fingers that, uh, you know, what we've seen from McLaren and from uh, Mercedes will be carried over into next year and that uh, everything that they can learn between now and the end of uh, November and the remaining four races will just be something that they can uh, apply to the car for, for 2023. And we'll see a little bit more parity or at least a little bit more racing back out on the track again very, very soon. Anyways, uh, like I said, it's uh, time to wrap it up here. It's almost uh, 12.30 a.m. Still got an hour or so, maybe a little bit longer to cut this thing up and drop it into the feed. So as my eyes get to really heavy here, it's time for me to bid you all adieu. Goodbye. And uh, we will talk again a couple of days. Send us an email at scooterfonpod at gmail.com or send us a tweet at scooterfonpod on X. And that's it, my friends. Have a great week. Have a great Monday. We'll be back again very, very soon. Bye for now.